cross it in, looking for Garza, backside and in for the first goal in Atlanta United history from Yamil Assad. Take a look at history. Hi, y'all. Five-shirt final, Jason Jones from 30 Saw Soccer. Uh, the mothership kind of, sort of. In other places as well. Joe Patrick from DSS 19.9 in the game. And the mothership kind of, sort of, is over there. Say hey, Joe. Hey, Sam. We should ask for questions. Oh, are we recording? Oh, dang it. Did we forget again? <laughs> <laughs> this show used to be about the people, man. And, and we I just know. completely turned I it know. on ourselves in an act of hubris. We sit up here in our ivory towers putting down <laughs> soccer right. opinions. I saw someone in the mentions the other day being like, yeah, I, I hate that Sam guy. He thinks he knows more about soccer than everybody. And I, I just want to be real clear that <laughs> I'm consistently making sure that everyone knows I know nothing about soccer, which is why I'm on the show to do that. Um, the good news is, at the very least, we, we're going to have some soccer. It looks like Joe Patrick. Uh, the news comes out today that MLS is back tournament. Or wait, MLS is ba- M- MLS is back for the MLS is back tournament because MLS is back. Look, the branding isn't great, but just in time for hurricane season, just baby. In time Let's for go. Hurricane season. <laughs> Thanks, Brad Guzan, who is I'm sure has already brought so much hurricane insurance, even though he lives in Atlanta. Just all of it, every type of insurance. Um, I love the the way he said it. We we just got done talking to him today. He was like, the thing nobody's talking about right now is this hurricane season. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. i thought he was gonna say like the thing nobody's talking about is you know a rise in cases in central florida or like you know <laughs> i don't know something <laughs> it's urgent uh-huh. and then oh, he man. gave out free advice on buying a used car to everyone for no reason <laughs> just completely unsolicited <laughs> at this point it's like screw it even if it is hurricane season whatever like we're just gonna play soccer here and hope not everybody dies. There you go. It's every man for himself. Um, <laughs> it's like Hunger Games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the tournament is announced, though. Uh, all 26 teams are going to be in this thing. Um, looks like each conference is going to have groups of six, four, and four going into this. Um, they're going to play a World Cup-style group stage, which I, I still don't understand why it's not five, five, and four, but someone can tell me that later, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, soccer back group stage, then normal semifinal quarterfinal from there. Um, it's weird. It's different, but Hey, July 8th, we get soccer back. I I felt something today. I was like, kind of, kind of excited about it. I was like, I didn't think I would feel this excited about it when the announcement came down, but I don't know. I don't know if it was like, it felt real or what it was but it's like oh there's gonna be a draw tomorrow like that'll be kind of fun to pay attention to and um i saw that orlando is going to be the team that's like seated like the top um team mm-hmm. in the six team group and i can't i don't i haven't decided yet whether that's like an advantage or a disadvantage to be in the six team group but it definitely feels like something i just don't know what it is yet <laughs> But I, um, I don't know what any of it is, honestly. I guess it doesn't really matter because it's the teams that will advance at the top two teams in each group plus the top four number three seeds. And I, I guess those top four number three seeds extend to the top four, or not three seed, like the, the third place teams in the groups. And that would extend through all the top four 
in all of the six groups, but like kind of combining the Eastern and Western conferences. So I don't, I don't really know what to expect on the field from this tournament. You know, these players have been so out of any sort of rhythm. We have no idea what the form is of these teams. Like even players that you would expect to play well, like the top players in the league, like you just don't know how they're going to, come out of the gates you know like there's not even when you start an mls season at least you've seen some preseason games you know like you, you kind of understand okay this is what they're going to roll out with tactically this is the these are the personnel they're probably going to use i mean i guess we have a sense of that based on what they did in the beginning of the season but that was like two months ago yeah. you know or more than that so it's kind of it feels like a total free-for-all and it feels like Atlanta, like I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta finished first in its group or last in its group, you know, like it, like anything could happen. It feel, just feels like anything could happen. Absolutely. And then you kind of have to take into account, too, that, um, you know, if, it, if that does happen, if Atlanta does come out and just kind of bombs, does it really mean all that much? It's it's really what, five games to your regular season total, I guess, yeah. at this point, which who knows how they're going to actually get the regular season done after all this nonsense, but they're planning on it in some way. Um, they don't know yet, which is interesting, but yeah, you know, right. the, um, <laughs> yeah. it'd be interesting to see. It, it, it's very weird. You kind of throw in that added element too, that you don't have any level of home field advantage. We've already seen in the, the Bundesliga that, uh, the no fans in the stadium has like completely destroyed any home field advantage that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you just really put them on a neutral site plus MLS and all this, it's going to be extremely, extremely, uh, soccer in the fourth dimension E, which is going to be fun, right. but it's going to be messy at the same time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, like you said, MLS is already kind of a toss up and then you just throw all these dynamics in. It seems that way. It's like, yeah, to the, to the nth degree. Um, it will be interesting to see kind of, I, I, I it's hard to say, like, I, I think the players are going to like give everything, they have into these games, but it's kind of interesting that they don't seem like super thrilled about it. Like every, every yeah. player I've talked to has, has when I talk to, let's say just like in press conferences with other media, um, <laughs> has not sounded very thrilled about it. It's like, yeah, we're going down there. Jake Mulraney, when we talked to him today, he was like, yeah, I was definitely against it. <laughs> that was back when there was, when it was like an open-ended we'll be down there until it until the virus ends or whatever or the rest of the season that mm-hmm. was like when there was an undetermined time frame uh, cuz he didn't want to be away from his girlfriend his his uh i forget if he has a son or a daughter but his kid for too long i guess they've now gone back to ireland um but still like i don't think these guys are sold on the safety aspect of it mm-hmm. um i don't know how much they're sold on like how suitable the conditions will be for them to play well, like the kinds of training they'll get when they're down there, you know? And I think a lot of these guys, they want to, you think of a guy like Ezekiel Barco or Pitti Martinez, they want to kind of show out, right? Like, because these guys want moves to bigger teams. And so it's kind of on the league to give them a platform to show that they'll be able to perform. So it'll, it'll just kind of be interesting to see if they're able to do that. What what I think will be also interesting to watch in this tournament is how it's presented on TV. Don Garber was kind of hinting that they have some new and new and improved, I guess, ways of like 
the digital aspects to this, although I've also talked to some digital people and it doesn't sound like many like MLS digital folks are even going down there. Um, but I guess they all have some new ways to present some things on the broadcast. And uh, I don't know, it'll, it'll just kind of the whole taking in the whole thing will just be a, a surreal experience. Yeah, I'm interested to see those broadcast editions they were talking about. I'm wondering if we like have like a XFL type thing where all of a sudden we have these new advancements in the broadcast just kind of a weird side effect of this strange tournament and everything else going yeah. on. Um, God, I, I kind of feel the players on the excitement level. I'll be totally honest. Um, <laughs> I didn't necessarily miss the soccer part of MLS, if I'm being frank. You know, I, I, I miss the environment for sure, and I miss being an MBS, but I don't know if I was dying to watch, uh, you know, Jake Mulvaney, hey, you're spo- God bless him, bomb down the wing. You're supposed to be the guy who knows more soccer than anybody else, and you you don't. <laughs> God, let's 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 not get into. Sam like, hates soccer. I, I, I do hate soccer. Um, <laughs> it's it's the only sport that's ever brought me joy from a team perspective, though. It's, uh, I, I guess I have to follow it a little bit. Um, I wonder if uh, these like these newfangled ways of presenting the broadcast that Don Garber's hinting at, like we're all excited about them, and then it's like. It's ads in the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I want one thing where like, I don't know. Let, let's get let's get all the players mic'd up. Let's uh I don't know. Hmm. There are different options here. There are different options yeah. here, but I, th- I think they could get weird with it. Unfortunately, we know that I don't know, sometimes people in MLS culture hesitate to to get weird and just I don't know, post some tweets with emojis in them and call it a day. So, <laughs> you know. Muscle, muscle emoji. Muscle emoji. Working hard today. Nose puffing smoke out emoji, and that's that's gonna be the ad. It's gonna be you can. It's gonna be that stupid thing where um you do it you know you watch on Twitter you know and you can react to it in real time and no one can figure out how to clear the freaking (laughs) emojis going across the screen the entire time and you don't know who has the ball because there's a thumbs up flying up the screen. Yes. It's going to be that, and Garber's going to call it a day. It's going to be great. Uh, I was just watching, or I was actually just listening to a podcast about the history of the the trivia app called HQ. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? I do remember that. Yeah, people it's like the rise, and, it. the rise and fall of HQ. Yeah, and that was like the premise of it was like, it's called like Hyper Widgets or something. And it's like, yeah, it's like to be able to interact with like emojis and shit on the uh, uh, something like that. It's the bizarre. future. That's what that's... I would recommend checking out the uh, checking out the podcast. Pretty interesting. Are you right? Are you the, recommending okay. another can, podcast? Can we get off on, on tangent? Can we get off on tangent already for a second? Sure. In this podcast, the guy who was like hired to help kind of head it all off went into this venture capitalist's office, and he said he like he took the meeting from the VC because the VC was like tabbing this guy to head up the app. He was like, yeah, and I went in there, and all we really ended up doing was getting high for about two hours, and I just remember being way too high on the subway riding back. <laughs> I, th- I think that's how all of venture capitalism works. Like, I'm pretty and sure then, the guys who started The Athletic don't know they started it. It's just been going on for the last few years, and yeah, yeah they've never come out so, of a haze. Yeah, so of course it has its meteoric rise and crashed and burned. Beautiful as all venture Maybe capitalist so things surprising. deserve to do. Shout out, we work. Um, could be like this MLS tournament. <laughs> could be, <laughs> yeah. This is probably VC. Maybe funded, that's how right? they devised it. Maybe uh, Don Garber invited somebody from Disney, mm-hmm. 
into into a, into a very fancy boardroom, mm-hmm. and they rolled up a doobie, and mm-hmm. is know, that libelous? Things, things happen from there. Are, are we libeling right now? I don't know. <laughs> I have a master's in journalism. I should I figure that out. I would um, never. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that at the very least, they've given us a, a, a lengthy uh, amount of soccer. This thing goes longer than I kind of expected, really. It starts July 8th. Uh, they'll have the group stage games, I think, just about every day. Those are scheduled for 9 in the morning, 8 p.m., and then 10.30 p.m., I think, as well. Um, Got to imagine that none of the Western Conference teams are ever going to play at 9 a.m., hopefully, um, if they're <laughs> keeping uh, ratings in mind. Which, you know, MLS, ratings are everything for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless Cornhole's on. Um, the group stage goes until July 25th, and then that round of 16 begins. Uh, they'll have the quarterfinals and semifinals kind of going through the next couple weeks there. And then August 11th, they'll have the, <laughs> the MLS's back tournament final, um, which, great branding. Can- I, yeah, exactly. Can we talk about this MLS's back name? Like, how did they spend like two seconds deciding, like, who has ideas? <laughs> Everybody goes around, contributes one idea, and then they just pick one of those ideas. Like, this is like the most, like, it sounds like a working title. It does. It does. I like to think that someone suggested it and then just like, they're like, what are you talking about? Then they just broke down and like started talking about how bad a day they had and everyone felt, yeah, no, no, MLS is. MLS's back tournament. It's 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 great. Yeah, it's great. Just going. They had to, they yeah. had a deadline to get the get the name over to their agency by <laughs> certain times. Like shit, we only have this one name. They were getting they high with just, Garber they, again. They should have been creative and just called it like Orlando tournament to be named later or something. Just make it funny. <laughs> just like make it like something. If you're gonna make it something stupid, make it something like funny stupid. Exactly. Yeah, steered into the skid a little bit. MLS needs to do so much more of that. Um, gosh, there's there's only so much you can really say about the quality of play. We know it's going to be rough. Uh, we know that a lot of it's going to be rough. Um, I think it's still interesting to think about, not to be too doom and gloom, but if someone does test positive, you know, the protocol for that. Um, it looks like, I mean, I, I'm looking at it, and it looks like they have no larger plan other than to isolate them immediately yeah. you know but then i guess you continue testing everybody and, and hope that it didn't spread in any way which seems borderline impossible but you know i mean i, I was joking earlier in the show about like whoever survives the pot the the tournament or whatever i do think that generally these guys are safe like they're mm-hmm. of an age cohort that is not at risk even the people that are at risk you know these most of these guys don't have underlying health risks that would make them like super super vulnerable you have a handful of guys like jordan morris's who you know who is a diabetic people like that who are a little bit more susceptible but i i still think even with those kinds of health risks it's not it's not a huge risk considering he's going to be surrounded by other people who are getting tested twice a week um i i think it will be generally safe and i and i also think that positive test is going to be inevitable in yeah. my opinion especially at the beginning like when they when they're just initially doing the test to kind of figure out who who is positive i mean the premier league did it they had their positive tests and then they isolate those people and it whittles down it whittles down and then before long you've got a group of people who they're they're entirely negative so um i i think it works i do think that sometimes when we're talking about covid because of how 
deathly serious it is, we kind of associate cases with death. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I just think for a lot of these guys, and thankfully, with when it comes to MLS, a lot of the people, the other people associated with soccer are also just generally like healthier people. Mm-hmm. Um of course, you have your Bruce Arenas and stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, jeez, man! Wow, did I go there? Did I, I go you there? You did. No. I, th- I think but you like... just killed him. You got him before COVID did. <laughs> You're damn right. You're damn right. No, but like you know, I that's for Trinidad. I, I... Anyway, oh. uh, you know, I work in baseball, and that like with baseball coaches, it's like a different story. Like mm. those guys have terrible health histories. You know, they grew up playing many of them grew up playing baseball which is not like honestly the healthiest sport generally like if you can chew tobacco and play at the same time i think that kind of tells you something about like the overall health profile of of the sport and the people who play it but um yeah so so i think that generally mls is in good shape with in terms of keeping people generally safe but i also understand why players would just you know why there would be risks. I'm not, it's easy for me to say as somebody who's not going to be put in that situation. So I certainly respect um, all of them who do have those concerns. As far as I, I do know, think that there, I mean, it's definitely potentially any of them could potentially get infected through it. Sure. Sure. As far as I know though, I don't think any Atlanta United players, as far as we know, have any existing conditions. Uh, do you know anything about that Joe by chance? Uh, I, yeah, no, not that I, I don't think any, um, have any, at least that I know of. So that's at least encouraging from our perspective. Eric Rometty has the thickness. <laughs> yes. He's down with it too. He's down but. with it. Um, yeah. So it, that's kind of encouraging on our end. I don't think we're gonna have to leave anyone behind from a sporting perspective, which is good. Um, I have seen that other players will, of course, it, it's kind of up to the teams, up to them if they come or not. I would hopefully encourage them to not come down for a tournament that doesn't have any real value. I will say that, of course, they've announced that um, the CCL spot will be given to the winner along with a $1.1 million prize, I think. Which is, um, I immediately thought of like the Austin Powers when he's like, a million dollars. <laughs> like, wow, a million dollars. In other terms, though, that's, um, that is 15 Kevin Krasses. So there you go. That could, <laughs> that could really revolutionize a team. Wait, hold on. Is the, like, the, the prize money they win, does that get injected into their budget? Like, can they spend it on, on players for their roster? I have literally no idea. It kind of seems like you're just kind of funneling money back into yourself since it's all single entity, you know, but it does, it does sound nice, you know, um, it's like a grand prize of a million dollars. It's like, it's like, well, it's what somebody wins on a game show. Exactly. So they didn't want to do that. So they added the (laughs) point one to, to make it different. Also saw that they're giving a, a champions league birth with an E. Um, so that is exciting it means they're that's how you know they're serious giving people a wide distance from being in the champions league i don't know it's weird uh spell check your graphics always spell check your graphics anyway joe let's go to the sponsors hey y'all before we get back into the show just wanted to give another shout out to lucid fc for being the presenting sponsor of five stripe final lucid fc of course stands for lucid footwear and clothing but it kind of also stands for football club, but footwear and clothing is what they sell, but they're also selling masks right now, which I really encourage everybody to go out and wear your masks when you go outside because 
COVID-19 seems like it's kind of gone, but it's really not. And I really think that everybody should be wearing masks and you can pick up some really cool ones from Lucid FC for only $10. And the coolest thing about it is that when you buy one from Lucid FC, not only do you get a cool mask, but they also donate four masks to healthcare workers around the world through their partnerships. Uh, it's a, the, na- the mask forms a nasal passage and complements your face contours. It's three times layered, washable, and reusable. So you spend the $10 the one time, you never really have to buy another mask again. But I feel like people are now starting to buy masks Um for the style like it's kind of uh, fun to have multiple so everybody i encourage everybody to buy a mask and check out some of their other clothes it's really good stuff um you can enter a free shipping code dss at checkout for free shipping or you can also just pick it up curbside if you're local they have a studio right there in buckhead you could just go do a uh, touchless pickup at their studio so i would encourage anybody to check that out if you want to do that just choose pickup uh, on your shipping Thank you again to Lucid FC for being a loyal sponsor for us, and I hope everybody goes out there and buys a mask. Now let's get... Wow, Joe, another day of wearing clothes and needing better clothes and potentially getting better clothes from Lucid FC. What a time to be alive. Um, gosh. And don't forget the mask with the nasal passageways. Oh, big time. Because big time. it all... it Like, honestly... A good mask. I don't. I mean, I don't know if you've been wearing many masks lately, but I have. Your boy mm-hmm. over here has been wearing his masks, mm-hmm. and there's a big difference between masks based on how well I can breathe in them. Like there are some I just like. I can't stand wearing them because I feel like I'm suffocating, and some are quite nice. Speaking of feeling trapped and and suffocating and being consumed by a unseen entity, uh, Jeff Lauren was railed against MLS. Uh, the other day, and we just kind of wanted to get into that a little bit because the uh, the, the anger intention was a bit palpable. And Jeff usually level headed, if stern, but interesting to see him take that to a, a different level with this. He was, uh, yeah, he was he was composed, like he wasn't lashing out, he wasn't raising his voice, but I still think it was so hard to describe. Um, it was hard for me to describe in on paper how he felt, and so I I did that podcast episode that kind of, that just straight up has his audio because I thought it, it, people should hear it. But um, man, I, I I do not envy his situation to be to have to be in his position where you were kind of the lead on negotiations. You constantly have to have communications back and forth with the league and with your own players. Oh man, just seems like the biggest nightmare. <laughs> and um but it also seems like something Jeff like he's really in his element when he's like on a board call, you know. <laughs> yes. I like Darren gave him credit. He was like, you know, Jeff went to Brown, smart guy. You know he's smart or he like mentioned that he, they Darren always likes to mention that he went to uh the same school as he did, but I don't know. That's just what I, that's what Jeff does. He he he's the boss on the on the board calls. I love it. I love it. Um, and like we kind of mentioned before, I think the general reaction to not only the Orlando tournament but the the weird shift in CBA negotiations was was real interesting last week as people started scrambling. There was the potential for a lockout, and then yeah. of course that didn't happen. But the players clearly felt misguided and uh there seems to be a lot of trust lost 
with the league in general. And now they're making them go live in a hotel in Orlando, which seems like even more punishment. So I don't know. It's uh, it's weird right now well, for everybody. Even Guzan, even Guzan today mentioned he said it was a, a bullying tactic by the league with the whole lockout threat that came down Sunday night. And Jeff, uh, when he, he said when he read that email Sunday night that had those terms, he said... He was disgusted when he when he read it. And those are not words I would take lightly. You know, like he, he doesn't a guy like Jeff is not going to throw that kind of language around without unless he means it. And that's what I do like about Jeff is that he will tell you how he feels about something. So profane and, from Jeff. Just wow. I can't believe he, he went that deep on that. <laughs> um, and so it, it just really shows kind of the position that the players are put in. And I do respect the players. I, I think that, you know, they they dug their heels in and they actually did kind of get what they wanted in terms of getting this force majeure clause. I know it's like it's legalese that a lot of people kind of just it, it, it's easy to not care about it. But it really was important for the players to make sure that their CBA wasn't just going to get ripped up if if some attendance numbers dropped. They only would have needed the way that force majeure clause. There only would have had to have been five teams that had like significant drops in their attendance the following year for the CBA to be totally out the window and for something else to have to be renegotiated. So I think it really was important for these players to, you know, they, they put their foot in the, in the ground said, you know, we're, we we have to live by this deal that we made already, and um, they so I I guess they got that you know they they got that security. Did they get exactly what they wanted out of this Orlando tournament in terms of all the the health measures and and assurances that their health would be taken care of and that you know all the things that we kind of discussed in the first half of this podcast? Maybe not, but at least they got something out of kind of that final stand, which you know good for them. God, I can't imagine that it being predicated on attendance losses. You know, it's such a it is it's sneaky. It's sneaky yeah. is the way I'll and describe it. I don't I don't know about you. I am not a negotiator. I'm like terrible at it. I don't want to do it. I is what's fun funny enough, I happen to find myself in a personal situation right now where I am doing it, and it is so annoying because you have to keep on repeating yourself over and over and over again. You have to keep on making the same belabored points it always feels like the other side doesn't care what you're saying and they just dismiss it and say their own thing so it's not something that is uh it's like being on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly so what a nightmare i'm sure jeff is just like glad it's over now absolutely he has more time to go read books out loud to his children Donkey books. Yeehaw. There, <laughs> there it is. There it is. We're gonna have to like super cut. He's never gonna live that down. No, I hope not. I hope we need not. to get him on the show. I, I, I that us? is my that is my goal this season is to get him on. Like we had Parky on. We could probably just ask. Yeah, that's the that's the that's my plan. <laughs> we'll do that. Well, someone <laughs> add us and remind us to do that. We'll forget. Yeah, it's, it's one of the few times in this show's existence where we'll ever, we'll ever See, tell problem, you the problem. The problem is we can't just like tweet at Jeff. We can't like just like send him a DM and ask because that's yeah. kind of the modus operandi. But uh, <laughs> as soon as we figure out where exactly to send our carrier pigeon to, we'll get Jeff on here. Okay, uh, immediately. So there's no, Jeff has to have a burner. <laughs> uh like there are other there are other like kind of quote unquote boring 
soccer people in MLS who have burner accounts that you wouldn't think would be on Twitter. And they are, I don't even know if this person I'm thinking of is publicly on Twitter, but they definitely have a burner account. There are people with burners out there. There are, there are, but that the person I know you're talking about is someone I would absolutely expect it from. Um, this with Jeff, I feel like Jeff has reached a certain level of enlightenment and like it, it may be deferring from my like views on things and social media, but like, I think that's like his legitimate feelings is that you just shouldn't be on it because of X, Y, and Z reasons. And so I don't know. I don't think Jeff, uh, I think Jeff is more secure than that. I think Jeff doesn't care what people think. And I respect him for that because that's, that's fair. we want to see in heroes what we can't see in ourselves. And I clearly can't handle criticism. So if I can see Jeff <laughs> and look at that and go, oh, okay, here's someone who has it together and is secure and has secure attachments instead of anxious attachments, then, uh, yeah, I really dig that. You think Rob will ever come back on this show? No, nah, probably not. We scared him off. Um, anything else we want to add before we get out of here? Short one, um, today, but I feel bad that we didn't, uh, there's not, it's, it's weird. It's a weird time to do a podcast because I feel like while there is a lot of news about this Orlando tournament, we're like still just like right on the cusp of having lots of stuff to talk about in regards to it. Like we when don't it know goes down, who Atlanta gonna, United is playing. We don't know the nah. schedule, you know, like that kind of thing. So when it, when it, um, when this tournament finally does go down though, we're going to be probably overwhelmed by how much stuff there is to do and how many games there are in a week and everything like yeah. that. Well, that is one of the things I kind of like about this term. I like that it's, I'm intrigued that it's kind of like a world cup style thing where we get a few games every day. They're kind of sprinkled out, but there's never a, there's never going to be a lull in MLS action. Like it'll just be a constant kind of drip feed throughout. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that, to be honest. I am too. I am too. And I guess technically MLS will be the first major sport back, which is kind of, incredible and that was the goal i think they'd kind of set out to do but that that's huge to have people have a chance to be like well what's what's on tonight is there any sports and maybe turn in for a, a one nil game between columbus and colorado and call it a day and that'd be great well, that'll bring in so many viewers flip it on at 10 p.m at night yeah, you know exactly exactly per- perfect thing to put think, you to sleep i think rob did point this out though it's prime <laughs> tweeting time i think the i think the tweeting is. engagement is going to be a lot of fun for that and it'll be it good is. to have something to talk about as a group again we can get together share our feelings on things it does you know it's funny 10 p.m is like the new prime time it feels like yeah. at least like young young people stay up late the people on twitter or whatever they they that's like the prime yeah that's the prime time so i love it i hope it goes well i hope i hope that they can kind of use it as a a way to boost themselves, you know, kind of like a, you know, like when you get that boost, when you're like trying to like go over a wall or something you and you get that, that person who gives you that, you know, the hands clasped uh-huh. and then they lift you. It's like, you know, if that, if, if this tournament can be that kind of boost that allows them to just j- get over that hurdle of COVID-19, that's my analogy. How, how did that go? I'm just going to let you sit in it for a little bit. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> uh, oh, no. no, it made perfect sense. I'm in sense. over my head. Here we go. <laughs> oh man. Um, shoot. Well, 
We'll see. I'm excited. Uh, at the very least, kind of talking it out a little bit more. I am a little bit more excited the more I think about it now. I don't know. Maybe I was just in the malaise today or some reason. Um, let's see. Well, elsewhere in the world, uh, I hope you're taking care of each other. hope you're still staying safe. Uh, there is still a pandemic happening, which is crazy to think about. Uh, but it is. Keep wearing a mask, guys. Keep doing all those kind of things. Uh, but also, I hope that you're out there, uh, you know, protesting, uh, doing anything you can to kind of help out. Uh, just remember that with regards to things like Black Lives Matter and things that you should be supporting, that you have to have action behind it. And, you know, just tagging some people in some tweets probably ain't going to get the job done. Uh, there needs to be actionable <laughs> things behind it. Um, to, to steal from my Christian upbringing, faith without works is, is dead. It's pointless. Do some things. Get there out there. Help. Fight for each other. Uh, we're in this together. And uh, if you haven't spoke up before, now's a, a great time to start. And no one's going to judge you for doing so. Um, so we hope you're doing that. Uh, we hope you go check out. Curtis from Footy Mob, uh, the president of Footy Mob, I think. Curtis is president. Right? Yeah, I think that's his title there, president. Uh, yeah. um, president he, co-founder. Yes, yeah. he had an excellent post on DSS, kind of talking about his experiences um, as a black man in America and everything like that. And there's a lot of great stuff on uh, I'm seeing on MLSsoccer.com as well from people speaking about their experiences. Uh, Felipe Cardenas had a great piece in The Athletic where mm-hmm. players, including, uh, I think it was Anton and Jake, maybe? Miles, Miles that's and who it was. Mo Adams. Oh, I completely had it wrong then. Jeez. Um, I saw Jake and Anton talking about something else the other day. That's completely yeah. Wrong. They they were both yeah the, yeah yeah yeah. Um, so go check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, um, just keep that in mind, and be happy that soccer's back. Here, here, agree to all that. Bye, all. Bye.